how to start? Well, you know, it's just writing. I mean, here's something important to remember about dialogue. Every word matters. No, it doesn't. They're bottom. I want to go to this place that I think it needs to go to. The only thing that counts is what you see on the screen. I will write like four or five, six hours a day. And it will be a voice made of ink and rage. Okay, I'm, re I'm really glad you asked me that question. Welcome to the Creative Principles Podcast. I'm your host, Brock Swinson. Over the past 200-plus episodes, I've had the good fortune of speaking with dozens of screenwriters, actors, and directors, such as Aaron Sorkin, Mel Brooks, Carrie Fukunaga, Whitney Cummings, Michael Imperioli, and William Monaghan, among others. We've dissected ideas on story, character, filmmaking, habits, and various principles for creative life. If this is your first time listening, make sure to hit that subscribe button on iTunes or SoundCloud. You can also find several of these interviews on the Creative Screenwriting Magazine website, in addition to some that aren't available in audio, such as with Nick Kroll or Stephen Merchant. In addition to the podcast, also make sure to search for the new video essay series on YouTube, also called Creative Principles, where we take a deep dive into movies and television. Join millions of viewers for subjects like the 16 personalities expressed as characters, Did Home Alone, Rowan John Hughes' Career, The Greatest Movie Never Made, and How Jackie Chan Creates Perfection Through Failure, among many more. That's Creative Principles on YouTube. Indonesian actor Joe Taslim fell in love with judo, where he won his first national championship in 1997. About 15 years later, he took his MMA repertoire to the big screen, eventually landing roles in major Hollywood films. Today, he's best known for The Raid, Redemption, Fast and Furious 6, Star Trek Beyond, Warrior, and now Mortal Kombat, where he stars as the iconic character Sub-Zero. In this interview, Taslam talks about his transition from judo to acting, how action stars can better portray energetic characters without using doubles for every scene, why he trains twice per day for, quote, violent dances, and why Asian movies train for months for those amazing action sequences. Half of my life uh, was in judo for almost 15 years, and my parents they're like into sport you know when i was a kid i i got interested to arts to music to acting but i was born in south sumatra indonesia and then there were no not many options there were not many options i gotta be honest because uh typical asian parents that you gotta you know follow the path that your father put you so my dad was kind of like okay you and your brother you guys have to be uh, athletes, you know, to represent the country, represent your family, bring honor, like a Mulan's movie, you know? <laughs> so, yeah. And then yeah, I did it for the family. I did it for my country. And I fell in love in judo. At first, I, I was kind of hated because it was by force. But after I won my first junior national championship, 1997, and I felt, great you know on the part of podium you know receiving a medal i fell in love with the sport and then 15 years in judo in 2007 i got my first gig uh i retired in judo 2009 and then i told my family that i did it you know it's done 
And now I'm going to pursue, I need to pursue my dream to be an actor. So I retired from Judo 2009, did a lot of auditions. And then the movie that um, introduced me to the world was The Raid mm -hmm. by Gareth Evans. So from there, everything just amazing, you know. Mm -hmm. After the, the raid, 2011, and then until now, all doors somehow opened for me. And I'm, I'm blessed. I'm very grateful that I have, you know, to be a person that experienced the athlete's life. And now I'm done with that 15 years. And now I'm, I'm experiencing a new life as an actor. So I got, I got to be, I got to say, I'm so grateful that everything is just smooth so far. How did you start to prepare to be an actor? I know you did two movies before the raid that were not action films. So how did you, yeah. did you go to acting school? How did you kind of add that to your repertoire? Uh, yeah, I know in judo, we kind of like every two years we have this big Asian championship. And then after the competition finished, we had a year like just relax. So I started doing audition in 2000, around 2000, 2001. And then it took me seven years to get my first gig, which is the movie titled is Karma, a thriller movie. And then I got to say my, I didn't take acting class, but seven years of, you know, failed auditions, somehow they're my teacher in seven years of just learned everything from the street, from the first audition to maybe, I don't know, 100 mm -hmm. in seven years. So I'll, I, I, it's, a, it's very unique that I learned something, I fixed myself, I made notes why I didn't get the job for the first time audition, why I didn't get a job, why somebody got the role, what's the difference, why, why, wh what's wrong with me? So I always made notes. I made a lot of notes, I fixed myself, watch a lot of great movies, watch a lot of great actors and make notes. Mm -hmm. And why they're so comfort, why this actor is bad actor, why that actor is a good actor. So it's quite, it's quite technical that I need to know everything that I can learn from the street. And then, um, I came up with the, what do you call it? With uh, what my approach is, is you got to believe. I think you got to, first, of course, you got to um, be comfort, really comfort, because technical stuff is very tricky. Camera, people yelling at you, somebody's probably did something in the back, everything could distract you. Of course, it took me, I learned everything from auditions. And then I reached my comfort, like to be in front of the camera, I think three years. Hmm. And the fourth, fifth, sixth is just technical, learn everything by myself, make notes, and then study, watch a lot of movies, watch Korean cinema, watch Japanese cinema, watch, you know, Hollywood movies, Indonesian movies, and kind of like, what's the difference? There are a lot of difference. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, there are difference how... <laughs> Asian actors approach their acting and American actors approach their acting. So it, to know that knowledge is very important for me because I work in Asia and I work in Hollywood mm -hmm. and I work in different kind of culture, like movie industries. So it's, it's good to know.
So yeah. where does, so you trained as a judo athlete, which is more yeah. closer to wrestling or jujitsu. It's mostly on the ground. Your movies are yeah. striking. It's, I mean, there, it's a different type of fighting. Where did that come yeah. from? Are you, are you really good at learning things kind of on the fly? I think you trained in Wushu yeah. maybe a little bit, but how did that all kind of come together for maybe what you're more known for on the screen? Yeah. When I was a kid, I, I trained Wushu for a year, Taekwondo for a couple of months, and then, you know, stuck in Judo for 15 years. But what my understanding of martial arts is, is I never bring fully myself to the project. So I don't want to be uh, an actor that always fight the same, you know? Mm. You know, there's certain actors doing in, in action genre that they one movie to 10 movies they're the same yeah. it's just how they fight how they walk how they pose i i kind of like i i'm pretty sure that i don't want to be that type of actor i want to have an actor even though action genre is kind of like niche it's kind of like people think action yeah just for fun don't think about the story but i always think action is very seriously that it's acting. It's still acting. If I play a doctor in this movie, I don't want to play a doctor in my next movie. You know, as simple as that. So if I play a Silat guy in the raid in the next movie, I prefer to play a really different profession in terms of martial arts. That Kung Fu master or Kendo or Ninjutsu. So my understanding of martial arts is the same like acting is it's everything is performance you can play lawyer doctor you know judge but deep inside is what you understand is the the art and then the martial art what what i understand is i i know the purpose is it's all about collaboration it's all about action and reaction I cannot perform if my co-actor cannot, uh, uh, they, he doesn't give the best performance. I got to understand that it's always, it takes two to tango. So it's a dance. It's a, it's a violent dance. And then I have to believe choreographers when they design the dance, design the fight. I have to believe in them. And I have to train very hard twice a day to, to perform that choreography, to, to dance in that song. So everything, every day is, is just hard work, I believe. And then, yeah, I can, a lot of people said that probably you just uh, good learning everything visual. Mm-hmm. That, that, that could be true. I, I learn pretty fast. I'm, I'm bad in reading. <laughs> I'm not a good reader, but I, I, when I see something, I, I, I watch, I learn a lot of stuff from YouTube. Me, even music. I played two instruments. I learned everything from YouTube. And the same like martial arts. I just have to just watch and pay attention and how to be effective. Because in, in action scene, we don't really punch people for real. Everything, there's an, there's an art that we, how we do it. And I got to understand how close, how fast, and what's the, where the camera is. To understand the art, it just make you, make make me work more effective and efficient, not wasting so much energy, but still on point. 
What does a day look like for you on set? So I think in, in the redemption, you said it, it was pretty grueling. Like there was like about a week, to <laughs> two minute scene. There might be 40 takes on one shot. What yeah. Yeah. It look like, are you just, are you working with the choreographers? Are you reading the scripts? Like how do you start to do some of those fight scenes? And uh, well, we train, we train uh, four or five months, uh, Brock. I think that's the difference in, in, in Asian uh, movies, action Asian in Asia, we, we train a lot before we shoot. In Hollywood movies, somehow you need to train be way before you fly to whatever country you're shooting the movie because they don't really let you, maybe they train you like three, three weeks, two weeks. Mm -hmm but because everything is in a rush. So the way I work is prepare, preparation is the key. So I train very hard and then on, on we did the, we call it previous, but Indonesia, Indonesia, we call it a video board, is a board. So we train the fight exactly, the speed, the, the, the acting, the react, the, the action, the reaction, exactly like, like the shooting. So we train, not just you know doing you know, stretch or <laughs> endurance, but we train the fight and play the fight with the exact speed that we want to do on set later on the shooting date. So that's the approach. So on a day, on the shooting day, we discuss a little bit with the director if you know if there's tech technicalities that maybe the location is slippery or is not exactly like we imagined before. So all all those technical stuff, it's they're minor. But the most important thing, we know when we go to the set, we know 90% of the song, of the dance. Mm -hmm. It's just a matter of, well, the, the location. If there, if there is a, something that we need to adjust, we adjust. So in, in Indonesia, we work that way. So that's why the preparations takes longer. And then, and then we shoot, because we shoot longer here because in Hollywood, you can only shoot eight hours, nine hours max. But in Indonesia, we, we have the flexibility that we can shoot longer, mm -hmm. work over hours. That's, that's pretty normal here. And, but the spirit, that, that, that's, why, that's why the spirit is to be sure that you, you really love the movie, you really love the director, mm -hmm. then you can work in that environment and yeah i think that that's <laughs> very different so long hours we have more time to do perfect perfections like perfect shot mm -hmm. so we're not really in a rush so we always like we you know we do the part and then we watch the monitor the director discuss can you do faster it's eight but i need nine every shot so gareth evans is a perfectionist director he's a yeah, I gotta say, if you want to move on, we move on. This is eight for me. It's not nine. So we were like, no, 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 no. I don't want eight. I want nine. So everybody just, you know, <laughs> everybody was like, just went crazy. So I, I'm glad that the spirit was so beautiful. It felt like, it felt like, uh, like prepping for Olympic or Asian games. You know, when you when the athletes like ah. So the, the movie uh, in the raid process, the shooting location, the energy is always like that. So 
it it's it just ama- it was amazing i got to say it's it's very rare usually it's just a job you know you go sad you you go back but there we just we don't want to go home sometimes like, no 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 can you do it again one more hour yeah let's do it let's do it <laughs> so that's beautiful spirit that i think that's why the movie traveled so far and right. you know well made everybody happy <laughs> <laughs> Was, was there anything that surprised you about maybe first transitioning from like competition to movies and then movies to like Hollywood where it's all a little different, like in terms of maybe pulling punches or actually hitting people or like, how does all that kind of balance out? Is there anything that surprised you about that type of work? This is interesting. I, I'm, I'm very glad because I used to be a fighter. You know, I dislocate my shoulder in a competition, you know, broke my knees, both of my knees are, you know, they're now wrecked. I experienced all those real feeling of competition, real feeling that people want to, you know, they want to break your arm. They want to choke you to, to faint. They, they have this killing vibe that they want to destroy you, right? I've been there. I've been there for 15 years. The pressure, the tensions, the, 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 the agony, the pain that you were like, everything was just wrecking and you have to get up and fight. So that's, that's my, I'm lucky, you know, doing this uh, performance because in, in movies, you got to give the energy, but not really actually, you know, hurting someone. <laughs> right. So I think, I think in terms of that, when I shoot a movie, because we don't want to punch people for real, I deliver exactly what I felt, you know, mm. my, my, the feeling, my experience, all those emotions, all this pain but technical stuff of course i don't we can't hit someone in the face for real but the energy i i knew i'm familiar with the energy so i did it but of course with you know the the art of fight scene so right but the energy so because i think we're creating illusion to the audience to believe that's real so because we can't really hurt anybody doing it but the energy, the performance, the acting needs to be real. People can tell if it's, you know, if it's, you know, someone is just, eh, I don't think he's good or he's just slow or I don't think they train a lot in this, you know, doing these movies. Right. So people can tell, you know, they, you don't have to be an expert in martial arts to see good actions or bad actions. Mm-hmm. And a lot of cuts sometimes and uh, covering because they use a lot of doubles. So all those stuff that I am grateful that I don't, if I, if I can, I prefer not to use double, especially for the fight scene. Mm -hmm. Somehow it's a story, right? It's just, it's telling a story. Three minutes fight is a story. If there's a chunk in that fight, somebody, they need to replace me. The movement, the way he breathes, even from behind, Mm-hmm. The way he react, the gesture, it, it's not the same. Yeah. So I, I'll, I'll, I always try my best to discuss with the director that if you don't need to double me, just don't. But if I have to fall from whatever, <laughs> <laughs> like burning building that, you know, 20 floors that when I sign a contract that I can't do it, then I'll let you do it. Right. But in the performance, don't double me, please. So, mm-hmm. so far, so far, because they, they, well, they respect me. And then they, of course, of course, yeah, you, you just, you just uh, 
whatever make you whatever you're comfortable with the fight. So so far, it's just great to have that. I don't understand when people want to get double doing fight scene because that's yeah. the best part. <laughs> that's, that's the most fun part because it's just it's just real. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's just so the reality in watching fight scene or action scenes. You know, somebody could die, and the audience is cheering for the bad guy or good guys. You know, the the, the stakes are really high. It just it's just so much fun to do it because in a real in a reality you can't do it right. Mm. In a reality, you find a bar, kill ten people, you go to jail. But in the movie, you can deliver the same energy, deliver the same performance that you play. Like example, I play a bad guy. I deliver purely. I want to destroy. I want to destroy those guy. I want to I want to crush them. But in art. Right. That's the best part. And that's the part in the in doing action movies. <laughs> Have you been um, surprised at all? Maybe in the last ten years, how many actors seem to be doing a lot of their own stunts, like whether it's Keanu Reeves or or Tom Cruise, some of those guys, because it yeah. is more realistic. Because if you watch like a yeah an older Schwarzenegger movie, you can tell it's not him yeah. on some little stuff, <laughs> you know, like running through the snow or something. It's not him. But are you surprised yeah. by how mm-hmm. that transition has kind of came about? I respect, uh, well, I'm, my background is martial art and I'm doing this genre that I love, my passion. I respect actors want to train so hard and do all, you know, all the action parts by themselves. I think, you know, if you're really into it, you don't want to betray the character, right? Hmm. Because if you, if you really embody this character, you don't want people to wear those, you know, the costume, your shoes, and then play the character and then show it in the movie. Then you know, and you watch it, that's not me. Mm-hmm. It, it somehow it, it betrays, you know, you, I mean, the, the right. character. Right. So as much as you can, I think those actors like Keanu, Tom Cruise, I believe they have the same understanding that they, they want they want to be truthful. They want to be loyal and faithful to this character. If it's not really necessary to be double, they prefer to do all, you know, all the action parts uh, themselves. Then I, I think that's the future of acting, uh, of action. Mm-hmm. You know, the future of action that every, you can't just jump from doing other genres and do action to look badass, but half of the jobs, somebody, you know, did it for you, right? right? It's just not, yeah. well, it's fine, but... For me, my personally, it won't be the satisfaction is different. So I think the future of action, people who want to look badass on screen, they just have to train hard. They have to be faithful to the character. And they just, you know, if they can do it by themselves, they have to because it's the job. Right. <laughs> so tell me about your your latest role. I know you're very excited to to come on to Mortal Kombat and, and play Sub Zero. How difficult was it to fight in that like kind of armor type thing you're wearing? How much harder is that to do? It's the hardest <laughs> in my career. <laughs> I think this this is the you know Sub Zero playing Sub Zero was the first time for me wearing heavy costume, and it's not just the it's not just it. It was not just heavy, but layers. It just some part just limit you, right? Because mm-hmm. it's metal, so you can only move like you're wearing a tight suit. You can't really 
you know move that much so in a in a, uh, in a metal costume it was just harder <laughs> so but i'm glad we discussed a lot i think uh the costume uh, designer cappy ireland she was kind of like okay what do you want what do you and then she just he brought she brought three of her 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 master costume master that you know listen to joe because joe's gonna wear this costume she needs to fight so which part you don't like which part you need to be shortened which part you want to change the material to make it more flexible so she she was amazing and, and simon as well yeah the purpose of this costume for you to fight not for looking <laughs> walking swag or whatever so that's the priority so we discussed a lot i well, I, I came to the costume department uh, quite often just to discuss about the costume because I, for me, costume is very important because as an actor, the feeling of you inside the character is actually when you wear the uniform, the costume, you know, you know what color, what fabric, is it jeans, is it leather? So you, it helped, it helps you to be, to get inside the character a lot so so costume is very it, it boosts your confidence mm. it boosts your performance you need to be very comfortable wearing the costume so I, I was lucky so we discussed a lot and changed a little bit here and there mm -hmm. and then design it differently and make it short and then we we did it you know and uh, it was still heavy i i just have to work extra hard <laughs> but i can move still i can move I lost like four, four or five kilos in that project. <laughs> I think I burned more, more calories than, than usual. <laughs> How important were those, uh, the talks about the fights in that movie? So I think every character did their, you know, specialty Mortal Kombat movie at least once or twice. But as far as like, the other 90% of that. How did you kind of wrap your head around some of these fight scenes with like you and Scorpion and some of the things like that? Um, well, fight, the fight, well, I trust the choreographers, Anthony and Chan. They're amazing. They design the choreographies. And I, they, they asked me if, they, if I want to change anything. I said, like, there's nothing to change. It's beautiful. So the tricky part is trust. So because in Indonesia, when I did the raid, that comes for us we train months before we shoot. So in Hollywood movies, you, I, we, mostly we don't have that luxury to bond. So gotta be really, you know, I gotta do it like in, in a very instant way. So I met Louis and then I just have to, I met Hiroyuki because the fight is easy. Well, the fight is you have to work hard, but it's not easy. But the fight for me, it's never really, the main thing, the, the main thing is the trust because we can always fix the movements, but we cannot fix what's inside. So whoever I'm fighting, they need to be comfortable with me. They need to trust me because when I move fast, it looks like I want to punch you for real. But the last thing I want to do is to hurt you. They need to understand that. But it takes time for people to, you know, to have that chemistry. So in, this, in a short time, only two, three weeks, then we need to do a very dangerous fight. So I got to be honest, so I, I told uh, Luis Hiroyuki that 
respectfully that I'm going to do my best. And then I can try to trust you. You're going to do your best that we're going to deliver this fight beautifully. And then I need you guys to trust me. Mm. I will never do anything to trick or to hurt or, but the, the purpose of is to deliver this fight as good as possible. So trust, when you get the trust and then everything, when you train together, all the fight, even though it's quite complex, but we can train, we can still train and then we can still adjust, adjust the speed because I believe a lot of people said, you know, the, if the fight is fast, it's good, but no, it's not. It's, it's all about the dynamic rhythm in that fight. It's not always fast, but sometimes because when you see when we see a fight scene, of course we under logically the audience gonna believe. Of, of course they are fast because they are like they're fit. But after two minutes, after what happened, they fall and you know somebody get hurt. They have to go slow because if they still fast and. It's not, it doesn't make any sense. Right. Logically, it doesn't make any sense. Somebody needs to, needs to walk differently. You know, yeah. they have to calculate all those injuries. And then I always do that. I always make notes that which part I'm going to get injured, okay, a step here, and then what minute, when, and then what I'm going to do there. So if I have, if there's injury on the leg, that you have to walk differently. Well, of course, there are action movies that, just for the sake of coolness, stylish, they forget. But for me, that's the most important thing because when you watch a fight scene, you somehow, of course, your eyes want to see cool stuff. But actually, some something inside the brain and your heart, you see logical stuff that, that you will invest more if you see the actors is doing everything chronologically, story of the fight get injured get tired hard to breathe right. and you know limping so those are performance yeah sometimes playing for me playing like you know winning is less interesting than playing losing mm. because in losing when you play a character that losing the fight there are a lot of performance there there are a lot of drama there that you know that you're going to die and that you're still fighting. So as an actor to play someone like losing the fight, you know, each second and then lose the fight, the journey is more beautiful. And there's, all, there's a lot to play there. So, yeah, I think I talk too much. <laughs> no, it's great. It's great. <laughs> Tell me a little about, so there's some like some fantastic fights in the movie. It seems like, so I grew up a big Jackie Chan fan and I would say the difference in Jackie Chan and Jet Li, at least in the nineties where maybe Jet Li went towards rigging and some of that stuff quicker than some of the, some of yeah. the other guys did. How are you making that? I'm sure you've done some with Fast and Furious and Star Trek Beyond. Like how have you adapted to, the, like beyond the fighting when you're flying through the air and some of that stuff, are you doing some of that stuff as well? Um, beyond the fighting. Like, or like, like rigging type like fighting. Wire. Yeah. 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 I really, well, I mean, in Mortal Kombat, we did only for the impact for the fall, but the fight itself there, we, I think in my fights, then we didn't have any flying 
you know, in the air and slashing or whatever. But the impact, the a lot of impact use wire, like flying to the to the roof and fall and just flying from uh, A to B. So those things, I think the double did it for me mostly mm-hmm. because uh, I think the director said you can't do this because you still have you know two weeks <laughs> two months to shoot so uh but answering your question if i'm in that position i try not to to be honest i try not to i try to always uh you know give option you know give suggestion to you know the fight needs to be grounded mm-hmm. but if i someday if i do like a fantasy action that i need to fly a lot Right. Then that it needs to be <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> well, it needs to be logical. I don't know, it's not logical, but I got right. I gotta know. I, I need to know that the gravitation, all, all the stuff that <laughs> like if I if I if I have to fly like you know, like Superman or superhero movies. I need to know the story of it. You know, I need to know what 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 is the part. Is it if, if am I gonna get tired or I can just fly uh, 30, 30, 60. <laughs> so to know that to know that is very important. And in technical stuff with the wire, I think you really need to, to trust the the stunt coordinator hmm. because it, one miss, you know, one something miss is is very fatal. That. I think when you're in a wire, you gotta like shake hand with the you know all this team that's controlling the wire because you cannot have control of yourself. So trust is very important. And I did I did a couple of times in commercial shoot. It was not easy. It was not easy. It was. I think people need to learn and to adapt because when you're in the air, well, the wire uh, controls you. You don't control I mean, because you everything is just based on like where they're gonna fly you where they're gonna lift you so i think trust is very very uh crucial if you're doing wire so i watched um some of your uh, training video you did with men's health and so you've done you know martial arts for 10 years you've been an actor for about 10 years how are you thinking about longevity? I mean, like, how are you kind of protecting yourself? What does your training look like that's maybe different now that you've been doing it so long to keep making action movies and that type of thing? Well, when I was, when I was a fighter, I trained three times a day. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, because, you know, in a national team, you train twice a day, but close to the competition, you train three times a day. And then close to the tournament, you fly to Japan, Korea, stay there for a couple of months and train with the best fighters there. And you, I train four times a day. <laughs> so now in, in doing action movies, I know that I don't have to train that much because uh, four times a day, I think that's too much. <laughs> but I train every day in terms of uh, muscle endurance. Muscle endurance is very important because uh, if I don't train my muscle endurance and I can only fight for three hours and then I'm just going to feel my muscles are just going to get sore easily. So from my uh, experience as an athlete, I, I kind of know my body more. 
I know which part of my body that hurts, which part of my body that which part is stronger, which part is I need to be careful. And then now strengthening my below waist, my thigh to support my knees because I have bad knees. My knees, both are my knees, they are not good. They're like 60, 70%, not 100%. So I always train my thighs to, to support the knees, not to work that hard in shooting. And then uh, endurance. Because uh, a lot of people want to look muscular, right? A lot of people like think, you know, action, action, uh, you do action, you got to like look like, a, you know, like a beast. <laughs> but I actually, I might approach this the, the other way around. Because once you gain more uh, muscles volume, then they limit your movement. The agile level is just going to decrease because you're just so muscular, so big. So I think Bruce Lee, I think uh, Bruce Lee's look, Bruce Lee is muscular, lean, but when he, he's wearing shirt, you don't know that he has those crazy <laughs> ripped body. Right. So I think that's my approach because muscular, strong, it doesn't have to be visual. Sometimes yeah, what's inside needs to be, uh, it's more important. Of course, the muscle endurance, your endurance, they need to be always like in a, in a good level because shooting, especially action, sometimes you just have to fight, run eight, eight, eight hours or maybe even more that you got to always prepare not to think that you have a double. <laughs> <laughs> I always try not to think that somebody's going to replace me if I get tired. I always think that when I prepare for a movie that I need to stand from morning till evening. If there's a heavy day that I need to fight the whole day, I need to be, I need to make sure that I am ready. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I know you were also excited for this movie to work with um, Hiroyuki in, in some of these scenes. Um, yeah. Can you tell me a little bit about what that was like? Is are there other people that influenced you in your career as well? Yeah, he he's a legend. He's a living legend. You know, I was uh, I was still nobody when I watched uh, Last Samurai. It was two thousand and three, if I'm not mistaken. So he's my favorite character in the movie. Right? And then, well. I met him in person uh, during the shoot of Mortal Kombat. He was such a funny guy and huge respect to him that, well, I learned a lot from him because same, like, I think it's the same approach like me. There's, there's, there are parts that we need to be doubled. He is very precise. He talked to the double that you need to walk like this. Your, your shirt should be like this, you know, your shoes and the way you put your belt needs to be like this. So I think that's, that's the, that's the least we can do to, to, for our performance, for our character, that if we have to be double, we need to make sure the double know, you know, how we do, how we respect this character. And then he, he did that. And I learned, I learned that I was like, okay, this is good. You know, you cannot just go to your tent to trailer and then the double just jump to playing your character. You got to make sure that the double understand how you love and respect your character. And then how he needs, he needs to know that he, when he perform, it's not just a job because for us, it's not just a job is we, we love our characters. So I learned that from him. And he taught me uh, my Japanese lines in the movie because I had 
a couple of Japanese line and he teach me that. So judo is from Japan, right? Judo from Japan. What I learned from Japanese culture, respect is, is everything. Honor is everything. Loyalty, discipline. That as a judoka, I bring those values to acting as well, to wherever I go. And so far, it helps me a lot that you respect, you discipline, you honor people. You got to be the best of you, be the best for everybody. So, yeah, that's what I learned from him too. Thank you for tuning in to the show. If it's your first time listening, make sure to hit that subscribe button and visit my new website for information on the YouTube channel, the blog, the podcast, and my new book, Ink by the Barrel, which takes advice from these 200-plus interviews and more at brockswinson.com. You'll see the link in the show notes. Thanks again.